Are you new to buying inventory for your boutique business? If so, stay tuned. I'm going to tell you some tips, tricks, and really important things that you need to know so that you don't make mistakes on your first couple of buys. Welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant turned boutique owner turned consultant. I want you to start, grow, and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins, and marketing, you're in the right place. If we haven't met yet, hi, I'm Emily Benson. Welcome back to my channel. I am a mindset coach and boutique consultant for boutique owners just like you. Whether you're looking to make $500 a month or $500,000 a month, you're in the right place. Boutiques are growing very quickly right now, and I am helping them grow in a way that is not only sustainable, but allows you to have a lot of fun. So stay with me here. Most likely you're new and you're watching this video, and that's awesome because we need more people like you out there. We need more boutiques to open because we need more perspectives. We need your point of view. So I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the opportunities and some of the disadvantages of working with wholesalers and just in general, working with the boutique industry from a wholesale perspective, buying wholesale and selling retail, because there's a lot of just like little tips and tricks and things that I feel like that don't always get explained when you're first starting to buy. You ready for it? Okay. So first and foremost, no, you cannot buy samples. I know it sucks. You just can't. Okay. The way that the wholesale piece of the industry works. So if you're a boutique owner, you are going to sell at retail. You need to get your reseller's permit or your tax ID in your state so that your state knows that you're collecting sales tax. That's really important because when you go to buy from wholesalers, like people on Fashion Go or LA Showroom or Fair, all these places. And if you need a video about that, we'll put a link up here somewhere to my video about where to actually find wholesalers. But before you even head over there, you're going to really need that ID because that's the indicator to a wholesale vendor to know that you are allowed to buy wholesale because you're going to sell it to the general public, collect sales tax on it. You just really need that. So with wholesalers, there is no such thing as buying a sample. You can't just buy one unit or two units of an item. This is why I always say you should go to market or try to go to LA or New York or wherever these people are so you can see samples and you can see what's going on. Because if you're just communicating online, most likely you're not going to be able to actually see the styles until you've bought the entire pack. So good, bad, who knows, unclear. If you are really good at understanding what fabrics and materials and cuts and photography is, you might be fine buying online. If you're not, you're new to fashion, you're new to apparel industry, you may want to go to a market or a show. And again, we'll post links up here, down there. I have videos all about how to do that. So don't worry, stay with me here. So now when you're on a wholesale website or you're looking 
at a wholesaler's line sheet, what you're actually gonna see is the wholesale cost per unit, okay? So if an item is $10, that means it's $10 per unit. Now you're going to have to go and buy six units at least, generally it's six, that's pretty much industry standard, six units. So if something costs $10, you're gonna buy six pieces, so your total order will be $60. Now that doesn't include shipping, that doesn't include tax, that doesn't include handling, all of that kind of stuff, but that's okay. You are going to get great prices on styles that you didn't even realize you could get such low prices on. The caveat is obviously that's where you make your money. So you're gonna go and turn around and charge retail and that will be your profit and you'll turn around and buy more. So just know when you're buying, the price that you see is per piece and that you most likely will have to buy six units of that. Now let's talk about how that six is broken down. So generally the six is broken down with two smalls, two mediums, and two large units. Now, if you want to buy plus size, which is extra large, 2XL, 3XL, or extra large, 1XL, 2XL, 3XL, depending on how the sizes are, and you're going to have to talk to each vendor about that because there isn't really an industry standard for that sizing. It's a little bit weird, but those are sold as a separate pack. So the 222 is what we call a pack. You need to buy a pack and then the plus size is a different pack, okay? So either you're buying six units or you're buying 12 if you're buying a full size run or you're just buying six of plus. You don't have to buy the whole run generally. Now, that is what is typical. There are vendors who have things called open packs, meaning that you can buy however many you want of whatever size you want. You just have to hit some kind of like total minimum. There are also vendors who have different size breaks and or carry different sizes. So this is gonna be very confusing because again, there is no industry standard. So you're gonna have to ask that vendor, what are their packs? What are their minimums? How are their packs broken down by size? Because you might find a vendor that sells small, to extra large in a pack and that vendor might even do one small two mediums two larges and one extra large there's no standard so you just kind of have to go with what you get yes it's not ideal but as I teach in so many of my other videos this is why it's really important for you to make sure that you get that good markup because if you can get the good markup then if you're left with a small or you're left with a large then you have room to mark that down and not lose money. So yes, it's not ideal having to buy these packs or hit these minimums, but it's just kind of how it is at this point. Now let's talk minimums because someone on another video had a, a little bit of confused moment around this. Now, when you go to buy from a vendor, they're gonna tell you what their minimum order is. That minimum order is for an order. That's not for a style, that's not for a color. That's like, if you're gonna go to them and you're gonna buy two shirts, three scrunchies and two pairs of leggings, that's an entire order. It doesn't matter how you break it out by color, Sometimes it doesn't matter how you break it out by size, but basically they just don't want to ship to you unless you're going to like buy a good amount. Generally minimum orders around $100. It's really easy to spend. That's like a style or two or three. You should get there pretty easily. So just know that it's by vendor. It's not by style. 
So before we get into a little bit more detail on sizing, I want to know what questions you have about buying inventory from wholesalers. Pop those questions below. And if you're loving this video, if you're finding these tips helpful and useful, please, please, please hit that like button and subscribe to my channel. I love when you subscribe. And when you do that, you actually get alerts when I come out with new videos. So please subscribe to my channel. I love you, and if this is helping you, subscribing really helps me. All right, a few notes about sizes. These are things that I find newbies get super tricked up on, and let's make sure you don't, okay? So there are different categories within women's apparel and men's apparel. Now, kids are going to be like kids, and, and you'll understand those because it'll be like, you know, baby, infant, toddler, just like you buy them, okay? Like at at the store. Now, if you're going in and you're buying women's or men's, you want to make sure that you're buying the right size kind of template. So there's a difference between juniors, missy, contemporary, and men's. I know that's confusing, but generally juniors, you'll know it's juniors because it's sized differently. It's sized three, five, seven, nine. It's size in odd numbers. Typically, if you're buying something for Missy or contemporary, that tends to be more two, four, six, eight, or small, medium, large. Now, the important thing to know about this is that juniors is cut for a junior size person. So think of you, maybe when you were 14, you didn't really have hips. You didn't really fill out your shirt. It was a different body shape. Now, I tend to suggest that if you want to go after a petite market, that might be something you look at is looking at the junior sizing. Buy a pack. See how it fits on you if you're petite. It might work for you, okay? Now, if you're trying to sell to a woman who has had kids, who has hips, uh, who definitely has seen their body change over time. They're maybe in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. That's where you're going to want to buy Missy or Contemporary because those are going to be cut a little bit more, let's just say generously, like for an adult woman. Now, the sizes will be appropriately scaled, obviously, but I'm just saying like if you buy juniors, you might get a little bit of a crop top or you might get a little bit of a tighter arm. Just little differences that normally you wouldn't notice, but when customers try them on, they'll go, oh, these are really small. Or you'll see like, oh, this top is really tight. And I can't quite figure out why it's so tight. It's junior sizing. So when you're on people's websites or when you're working with a vendor, ask them about their sizing. Are they using junior sizing? Are they using a contemporary fit? And it's just how the tech, like how the size break works. It's just how it is. If you are looking for things like tall sizes or plus sizes, you're going to have to look kind of hard. Plus size is getting way easier to find, but if you're looking for tall or kind of anything out of the ordinary like that, uh, men's does have like big and tall. You'll be able to find that. Women's tall doesn't really exist. I know I'm six foot one, not fun, but generally you can make it work. I do think that contemporary is a uh, Definitely cut a little bit longer and you can always, especially if you're talking pants, denim, things like that, you can always call the vendor and say, what's your average inseam length and try to make it work for that. So 
Hopefully this has given you a really, really good rundown of what to look for as you're buying merchandise wholesale. If you have more questions, if you need advice on vendors, I really want to suggest that you join my free Facebook group. You can do that by clicking this link right here. It's emilyfbgroup.com. It'll take you right there over to Facebook. It's free. Just come over, give us your email, tell us that you found us on YouTube, and we have so many great free resources in there, including including lots of tips and tricks on vendors, hard to find things. So come join us in that group. It's such a positive space, no drama. And I can't wait to see you there. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next Tuesday.